Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Productions Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. Uh, welcome to episode 147 of We Laugh for the May 27th weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table, as always, is Richard Lusk. How are you? I'm, I'm excellent. You're excited about this Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, man. I'll be in a lot of pain. I'll be all drugged up. I'm getting my surgery this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, make, i got rotator cuff surgery coming up. Ooh. Yeah. A little painful, but you said good drugs? I don't know. So you're not going to be able Benadryl. to go to theaters Benadryl. then this weekend? No, I'm not. So you're going to be missing out on X-Men Apocalypse then? Yep. Someone else is going to have to come in and pitch it. Oof. It's a shame you're going to be missing out on this film. No, it's not. Really? I have no interest in seeing this movie. I know you do, though, so why don't you tell us about it? Uh, this is the sixth film in the X-Men series, not counting any of the Wolverine stuff. Uh, from director Brian Singer, who's done X-Men 1 and 2, as well as Days of Future Past. And this time, the X-Men are fighting against the world's first mutant, Apocalypse, who wants to wreak havoc on the world with his four horsemen of the Apocalypse. The world's first mutant, uh, historically? Yeah, ever. So, well, he was around in ancient times or something? Yeah, like Egyptian times and everything. Well, how, how did the mutations begin? I thought it had some scientific... It's your genome. Really, the it, it just it, it it mutates, and he's the first one because there's the line in the trailer, <laughs> and then there's he has his four horsemen of the apocalypse, and the guy asks, like in the Bible, it's like, yeah, it's, he didn't get it from the Bible. The Bible got it from him. So he's the first <laughs> mutant, and then two thousand la- years later, there's some other mutants. Yeah, he gathers his four horsemen of the apocalypse. Apparently, he has to go to sleep for long periods of time, but okay. he's back. And yeah, it sounds like what this movie. <laughs> will do for me he's being played by oscar isaac a I like oscar favorite isaac. of the laugh podcast yeah. uh also in this film james mcavoy michael fassbender jennifer lawrence uh sophie turner from game of thrones has right. been signed on sansa stark yeah and she's apparently signed a fairly large contract to do multiple films and ty sheridan also is signed on to do oh. a big contract. who is he in the he's playing cyclops oh okay so there's that whole love yeah. So there needs to be a a Wolverine, a new Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman is apparently in this. This will be his second to last time playing Wolverine. But he's sort of like moving through time, probably, if Sansa Stark is is his love interest. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to do yeah, that she's because she's going to look so much younger than... Yeah, and Ty Sheridan's does. only, I mean, early 20s. I, so I'm, are there no other X-Men spinoff movies? Uh, there have just been the two Wolverine films. Wow. Shouldn't, don't you think by now that there should have been other X-Men spinoff movies? Uh, they've been trying to do a Gambit film for a while. They haven't been able to get that. He's in the X-Men? Yeah. What, who? Who is he in the X-Men? Who plays him? Oh, is he, he's a member of the X-Men. He hasn't I mean, been in about the people. X-Men movie. He was <laughs> okay, in uh, Wolverine Origins. Okay. Yeah. Well, they did, the Coen brothers did a movie called Gambit. Do you know who they're trying to have play Gambit? No. Magic Mike. Magic Mike? I don't know who that is. Channing Tatum? Yeah. Okay. 
he's going to have a French Creole accent. Is he Magic Mike? Because I never, I'm not familiar with the Magic Mike movies like you I'm are. Pretty sure he's Magic Mike. I mean, there are other there are other guys. That, yeah, there's Matt McConaughey. Uh, apparently, instead of Oscar Isaac to play Apocalypse, they were also considering Tom Hardy and or Idris Elba, which seems like kind of a wide range of casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those two guys don't have a whole lot of overlap. Right, I wonder what they were busy doing instead. Yeah, and, and then I mean, Tom get... Hardy was busy doing every other movie. Idris Elba, he was just in the uh, Jungle Book, right? Mm-hmm. But just his voice. <laughs> well, and he's uh, filming Dark Tower now. Oh, doing okay. that. So who's the? Is it that's the Stephen King movie? Mm-hmm. Who's the uh, gunslinger? Idris, Idris Elba. Elba yeah. I thought it was a white dude. Yeah. In the book, I thought it was a white dude. Yeah, it's supposed to be a white guy because. There's a black woman in there, and there's a lot of like racial tension kind of stuff. Not really tension, but there is that element. So having Idris Elba just seems like the wrong casting. I like him. I think he'll be great. But there's not going to be much racial tension if he meets a white or a black woman, right? Yeah, I don't know how all that's going to work. Huh? Weird. The details are uh, still coming out on that. All right, but so you're planning on seeing X Men Apocalypse? Very excited. It's got almost a two and a half hour runtime. Though it is going to be slightly Ooh. shorter than Batman v Superman and Captain America. That benefits me, though, if we're having a head-to-head competition here with uh, the other big movie of the of the week, right? That benefits you? Yeah, two and a half hour running time means less... Uh, Showings? Yeah, less viewings. Although it might be on more screens. I don't know. This... Possibly, yes. I have X-Men Apocalypse, <laughs> and you, of course, have Alice Through the Looking Glass. You want to tell us a little bit about that one? Alice Through the Looking Glass. This is the movie that you need to go see, if you, especially if you want to avoid seeing Mr. Bull over there. This is the follow-up to uh, Alice in Wonderland, a phenomenon of a few years back. I guess it was a uh, Tim Burton movie mm-hmm. originally. This one is not directed, however, by... Tim Burton is directed by uh, James Bobbin, who did Men in Black 3 and the Muppet movies. Or he's going to do Men in Black 3. And I wonder if no, that's no, the Men in Black. They already anymore? have Men in Black 3. He's doing Men in Black 23. It's the crossover between Men in Black Oh, I wrote down Men in Black. Or and I also Jones wrote Street. it Men, M-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so he's not associated with this anymore? Here he is going to He's going to be doing the All crossover, right. 22 Jump Street... Now 23 Jump Street. Laugh Podcast, we laugh. This is where you go for all of your (laughs) movie news. That's going to be a crazy crossover. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And again, Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. He's in that. Okay. Fair enough. But he's not, as far as I know, he's not in Alice 2. Or Alice Through the Looking Glass. And I think they should have called it Alice Number 2, The Looking Glass. Although this is actually the title of the original book. One of the original books by uh, Lewis Carroll. This is in the, um, I guess it's also a Johnny Depp uh, sort of. Star vehicle? Kind of, yeah. I, I, he gets to act all weird and crazy like he likes to do. It's a makeup movie. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, Anne Hathaway is starring in this movie also as the White Witch. And the titular Alice is played by Mia Wasikowska. So she's also, I think, a Laugh Podcast fave. She's back in Underland. With the White Queen, Queen uh, played by, again, the aforementioned Anne, Anne Hathaway. Not Anne Hathaway. And then there's the cat and the white rabbit. Tweedledee and Tweedledum are there. They're doing all kinds of cool things. But uh, Time is played by Sasha Baron Cohen. So it should be an interesting mix. It's also the Red Queen, the evil Red Queen, played by uh, Helena Bonham Carter. She's still married to the old Tim Burton there? 
I don't think so. No? I don't think they're still married. It must be hard working with your ex-wife. You missed the big casting reason to go watch this movie. Oh, I don't think I did. I I mentioned uh, Hella Bona Carter, so... Alan Rickman is the voice of Absalom, and this is his last movie that he worked on. Interesting. Interesting. So, go see this movie so you can hear Alan Rickman one last time. Um... Alice in Wonderland was first originally printed in 1865. It's never been out of print since then. 150 years old. It's, the book is as old as I feel. And uh, apparently this Lewis Carroll guy had a neurological disorder that made him see things disproportionate to their size. So he saw things like Alice did in Alice in Wonderland. Essentially he saw things like the character hmm. that he created, either disproportionately large or disproportionately small so there you go kind of interesting and you think people should go see alice through the looking glass over x-men apocalypse only the third superhero movie of this summer fourth major one of the year (laughs) yeah because i we have the box office challenge this is a key weekend for that uh a lot of students are interested in seeing this i've asked them about it it through the Looking Glass, they were—they're also interested in seeing X Men Apocalypse. I told them to go see Through the Looking Glass this weekend and wait <laughs> on X Men Apocalypse. It'll make a huge difference, I'm sure. I'm interested to see how this film ends up doing because I thought the last film didn't look that great and really wasn't that good, but Disney huge. did it anyway, and it was huge. Yeah, I mean, it made tremendous box office. I don't know if they waited too long on this one. Yeah, uh, you're losing a little bit of the quirk factor, but it, it could be the sleeper hit of the summer. This could be the Jurassic World, or it could be the next Snow White. Where was it? The Huntsman came out earlier this year and completely bombed. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I, I, I don't know. It's got 30 percent rating on um, Rotten Tomatoes, but it's also hitting at a key time of the year where schools are starting to let out. It's, it's standard you know fair for children it's rated pg there are very few movies out there that are rated pg there are very few movies that are um rated g do you realize that it's getting harder and harder to find you know how many there were last year 17 no three i think there were three wow and you know how many nc 17 movies there were i looked this up earlier 17 one (laughs) just one yeah it's called the kindergarten teacher (laughs) <laughs> oh, that just doesn't sound right. Well, why risk an NC-17 rating? Why not right. just put yourself out unrated, streaming, mm-hmm. on demand, that sort of thing? Why surprise even mess me. around with the MPAA? I, yeah, it just surprises me. I, I don't know why. It's a foreign film, though. I mean, I don't know why they would go to the MPAA, but maybe it helped with marketing. I have no idea. It seems strange to me. All of that stuff just seems strange. But anyway. Uh, so you're not going to be able to go to theaters Alice, this weekend? No. So instead, you're going to be watching a bunch of stuff streaming. What might you be watching then this weekend? Oh, you know, I have a net pick. I'm planning on power, powering through this entire series. Ooh. This is uh, season two of the Netflix series Bloodline. Came out last year. Uh, the first season, it's a family. It's about a family of adult siblings who have to deal with past secrets and scars. When their black sheep of a brother comes home, returns home to, uh, I think it's set in like uh, Florida, South Florida, along the bayou. And uh, Ben Mendelsohn was the brother, the black sheep that comes back to kind of kind of mess with Kyle Chandler's uh, character, John Rayburn, who's a sheriff 
or a sheriff's deputy at, in this small town. Strange because uh, he's also in listed on IMDb in 19 episodes. So apparently, I'm not trying to spoil anything for anybody, but he meets an ignominious end in the movie or in the series, which is set up with the very first scene. So uh, the tagline of this is, we're good people, but we did a bad thing. So you can kind of see where it's headed, and I'm just, it'll it'll be a, a little feat for them to bring back Ben Mendelsohn, but I'm glad that they did. Ben Mendelsohn was, I first saw him, or was aware of him in Killing Them Softly. I thought he was great in that, and then he appeared in Place Beyond the Pines. He sort of plays this sort of swarthy, backwoods kind of uh, hick in all of these movies, plays like this sort of crazy redneck, and he's going to be in Rogue One. So it's good to see that there's rednecks in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Kyle Chandler, you probably know him from Friday Night Lights. He was also in Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, Sissy Spacek was in the uh, first season. I, I don't know if there's anyone else that's like major actors that anyone would know of, but it's a slow burn television show, and it's very well done, and Hopefully it'll keep my interest and keep my mind off of all the pain that I'll be in. So cool, cool. that's what I'll be doing. Bloodline season two starts on uh, I think May twentieth, so it should be showing by the time that people are listening to this. I like it. So uh, anything on the old red box there, Mister Two Frame? Yeah. Or? In honor of all the pools opening up, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, I'm saying go rent the finest hours. Yeah, that that, that boat movie from. From uh, back in February, yeah. Uh, This is about a real-life Coast Guard rescue uh, back in 1952 where they had to go and rescue two ships in the middle of a huge winter storm. Stars Chris Pine, Casey Affleck, Ben Foster. I got the old John Goodman in it, huh? I don't know. I thought he he was in it. I don't think John Goodman is is in it. I'm going to be renting it from Redbox this weekend because I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, uh, also has Eric Bana in it. Some of the reviews were saying that the movie's a little too old-fashioned by the book, but I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And I also like that it's a true story. Like, I don't think you have to dress it up a whole lot. Rachel McAdams? Who's the wife? I, I don't oh. know. I didn't write that down. I seem to remember seeing a whole lot of the trailer, mm-hmm. and then it just sort of disappeared after that. Well, it got moved around a lot. The bots office, uh, the Jungle Book was supposed to come out last year. And when Disney had to move that around, they also moved around the finest hours to free up a spot for the Jungle Book. And uh-huh. I think the marketing department never got fully behind this film. I don't think it was marketed terribly well. But I do think it'll be a lot of fun to watch. Crank up the AC in the house. <laughs> turn out the lights. Turn on the faucet. Oh, yeah. Flush the toilets. Yeah, have the sound of running water going. Excellent. So that's my uh, Redbox pick of the week. Uh, you're saying go watch the first two seasons of Bloodline. Season two just got started at the theaters. There's X-Men Apocalypse and Alice Through the Looking Glass. And we are split on what you should go watch because of the good old box office challenge, which right. I am dominating right now. Yeah, you're 179 million ahead of me. Unless but, something came out last week. Did something no. Come out last? Okay. No, no. So this is head your, to head. This yeah. is my first week. Mm-hmm. Uh, dip in the pool. Later this week, we're coming out with our review of The Nice Guys, starring Russell Crowe. Excellent. So, very excited to talk about that film with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone should tune in and listen. And then, sadly, you're going to be taking a little bit of time off next week. You're going to be missing the review of X-Men Apocalypse. Instead, we're going to have Superfan on the show for trying sad. to fill your seat. Oh, very sad. He has big... 
big shoes to feel fill or big big seat to fill yeah but i know the laugh community hopes you a speedy recovery and cannot wait for you to get back on the show all right thanks laugh community <laughs> anyway uh thanks for joining me thank you there be dragons pox at bonum Sorry, I'm just all phlegmy. (laughs) What part are you apologizing about? I'm not trying to show off, (laughs) unlike some people. Uh Yeah, I I want people to be impressed with the amount of phlegm that I'm able to produce. That's what I tell the kids, like when they're sneezing a lot or coughing, you know, gazoontite, whatever. I was like, stop showing off. (laughs) They look so confused. All right, ready? Sure. Uh, What Back to the phlegm. Yeah. Mm, phlegm. All right, hold on. Maybe it's what's I'm not for ready. dinner. <laughs> Clearly, you're not ready. The other white meat. <laughs>